This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, back from the long weekend. Jerry and Al with you on Tuesday. Uh, and also with us this morning uh, during the Boomer and Carton Show is Eddie Scazzeri. But it was very interesting, Al. That first of all, how are you? Oh, good. Thank you, Jerry. Very interesting. I noticed during my six thirty segment that uh, Eddie was not in the studio as he literally ran to the bathroom to vomit. And it brings me to the question: Why the f is he even here? Well, he claims that he felt sick as he was walking from his car to the radio station. Of course he does. Of course. But it really threw me off when he left to vomit because a couple of things started crossing my mind. One, if he vomits in the control room where I am, there's no chance I can work in there the rest of the day. Disgusting. Because the smell would make oh. me want to vomit, so I'd have to run out. And I was thinking, like, who can do Eddie's job? I have no idea how to run that radio board. Nor I, do I. I did at one point. I mean, radio boards in general. Right, I have no carts. idea how to that. <laughs> and you right. push buttons. Yeah, I have no idea how to run the computer system for commercials. Second one was, um, you know, it's hard enough when you're at home and you have to go vomit in your toilet. When your head is yeah. near the toilet, it really will make you gag. Even if you are not sick right now, if you go put your head down near the toilet, your own toilet, you probably will get a gag reflex. Putting my head near the toilet in this place, oh, oh, oh. I was kind of almost throwing up thinking about it. Right. So I don't know how he did that. Yeah, disgusting. Well, you know, I will say when you have to, you have to. Right. Whatever it might be. So I think bad times, bad measures. But Eddie's in a tough spot because Eddie's one of those guys where if you call out sick, he'll call you a pussy. He does. Look at you going with the big word. Well, I, I just, as, I, as that was coming out of my mouth, I thought, Listen, we are very edgy on the podcast. We have no language restrictions. <laughs> Plus, I remember, by the way, when I worked at WNEW, you said that they the said air. that word constantly on the radio. K-Rock no says one that cared. word all the time, too, I think, yeah. on the air. But that's, yeah. the, but that's the word he'll actually he use. He does, yes. And he makes you feel horrendous <laughs> yes. about not coming in. And that brought me to the point 
that Pete Hoffman, who's who's filling in for Ernie as the midday producer, because Ernie's working the late afternoon today with Beningo, who's filling in for Mike, who's off, so Monzo's off. Follow the moving parts here. Hoffman came in. He's got the hood up. He His eyes are glassy. He hasn't shaved in, it looks like, six days. He looks like a mess. He can't speak. I'm like, what's wrong with you now? He goes, I'm sick. Why are you here? Because here's what's going to happen. While you can get away with that back there in the control room and it's not comfortable, if I get sick, I can't sit here in front of these cameras or in front of this microphone, sound like crap, look like crap, and have snot coming out of my nose, and do it honest. All of a sudden, if I need the day off, now I'm a... Pussy. Right. So, and that drives me crazy because, again, this is one of Eddie's little um, hypocritical things he does. It's okay that he bolts out of here at 10 o'clock because he doesn't feel well. If I don't feel well at 930, I can't leave. He'll actually say, like, let's say Brian Monzo, Mike's producer, calls out sick. Yes. He'll actually say to me, uh, I need to find the fill-in for Monzo. He has a bruised labia right. today. He does that all the time. The He's big on the now, bruised labia. I will say. If it becomes a habit, it's a few times a year, you get a reputation. Yes. I have, in seven years on this show, I've called out, I think, once, and I was sick. I, I was telling you this before. I, I, I had the flu, and I think I slept for 20 out of 24 hours, and I felt phenomenal after it, but I needed the day. I have. Oh, and I went home once. I once came in feeling like that, and even Eddie told me to leave when I got here at 430 because I looked like crap, but it just drives me crazy. Guys, stay home. What the hell is the big deal? See, I, I'm under this theory, though. When I see guys like uh, Eddie or uh, Pete Hoffman, they're guys that are not physically in shape. I feel like they got sick. Like, I feel like my body, for some reason, I'm, like, confident in, like, that I eat right and I exercise. I feel like I can beat those disease germs that they're bringing into work. I agree with you, and i in terms of Eddie and Pete, that would go in line with your thinking. There's no question. I think when you bring kids into the mix, it's not quite as fair. I You eat as good as anybody I know, so I agree. Your, your body is probably fighting off more things than most. I think I eat quite well, too, and I eat all the fruits and all the vegetables I'm supposed to and the all this. The problem is sometimes, like right now, I have a kid who's almost got 103 fever, and he just got back from the doctor, and a kid on his basketball team had that as the flu. That's now in my house. I don't care how many apples you eat and you crap your brains out because you're eating so many apples, right? Because you're supposed to get on the blueberries and the strawberries and you're eating good, blah, blah. I have a kid at home with a fever and something that's running through the house. Now, will you avoid your child I when can't. he's sick? How am I going to do that? That's what I'm wondering. There's I'm asking. nothing I can do about it. I'm asking, how do you do that? Because if I, I was a know. father, I think I would do that. Now, in fairness, you sat in that room for four hours with Eddie. Yeah. See how you feel tomorrow. And here's the thing. You know, my theory that I just gave you that if you eat right and exercise, you won't get sick from other people. That normally is my theory. But then when I hear like, you know, Von Miller is out this week because he has the flu. I'm like, there's no one in better shape than Von Miller. Right. So how's he getting sick? Listen, you catch it, you catch it. I mean, that's just kind of the way it goes. That's the theory? I mean, I think your body is going to fight off more than most. You're not going to fight off everything. So it's uh, Tuesday right now. Do you think... Either you or I or neither or both will have a different sounding voice in one of these podcasts later in the week because we're sick. I think it's possible. It's possible. I say no. My uh, prediction is I am going to struggle calling the Columbia-Harvard game Friday night. Oh. I think I'll be okay for a couple of days. I think I will pick up whatever my son has by Thursday 
and by Friday I am going to be a miserable son of a bitch. Right. That's what I think. All right. Is that fair? That is very fair. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, earlier today on the show, we had two Sports Illustrated swimsuit oh, no, models. I know in. We had uh, Hannah Ferguson and Samantha Hoops. My goodness. Now, I really enjoy the way guys uh, behave around supermodels coming into the radio station. I'm sure. Or even just attractive women. Yes, because uh, the radio station is really, radio is really filled with guys that are just awkward. And I'm put myself in there. I'm awkward. All no more awkward than me. Right. But I don't think I'm that awkward around beautiful women. And I think maybe because I'm conscious of not being awkward. That's fair. But one of I, I sometimes walk the guests in, and I walked in Hannah Ferguson first. She was by herself, and uh, she needed to use the bathroom, and I walked her, no lie, to the men's room. And I said, there it is. And luckily, Ackerman was there. Oh, my God. Uh, no, it wasn't Ackerman. It was the sales guy. said okay. that That's actually the men's room. Wow. Um. It, it, it was the other bathroom for the women, at which point that sales guy then asked to take a selfie with well, the that was girl using the pickup line or using the line. Um, my girlfriend says I could never get a model. Can I get a selfie with you? Oh, boy. Which she had zero interest in doing this. But gal. she did it, didn't she? She did. She did not have any interest in it. Of course, because this happens to them all the time. And then Ackerman came to me and he said, okay. oh, there was a girl in the lobby in high heels and dressed very well. Is she a model? I said, well, I, I, I haven't seen her yet, but I think that's probably one of our swimsuit models. Yeah, because she was really dressed really well. I go, well, yes, they dress well because they're models and they're, they're doing promotion for the... Uh, magazine sure then he must have seen her in the hallway because he came up to me a little bit later and he goes that was her that was the model that i was talking about <sighs> very excited it's just so awkward but brian jones wasn't awkward yeah he was super he awkward at you. yeah in but, a but super that's awkward. him though but that's not any different than anything else yeah but that's his own way of being awkward that's why uh, okay it is strange for like uh, beautiful women to interact with men. It's just so, they just get strange. That's why they should all be lesbians, right? Yeah, unless you're like a super confident guy like a Matt Harvey. Although he, you know, he doesn't have much of a personality. <laughs> he's getting by on his looks. I was looks. waiting for you to say that. <laughs> he is getting by. He's like a hot chick. He's getting by on his looks alone My with God. zero personality. I just think you were in the single game for how long? Long time, Jerry. I couldn't even imagine. I mean, listen, if I am, I am fine. I don't expect to be, but... I couldn't imagine having to go out and like meet someone in a bar or yeah. something. That I've never done in my life. Is that I've true? never met somebody out in a bar. So you've never met a girl in a bar and taken her home or anything no. like that? Really? Never. It's never happened. Hmm. I would not know the first thing you do to walk up to somebody in a bar and right. say You're not what? good with just, hey, I'm Al. What's your hey. name, pretty lady? Yeah, I don't do that. I Listen, I'm not arguing with you. Yeah. Those are, those are you don't talk about awkward. Yes. I mean, my God, it's kind of like a salesman. You're going to get rejected a hell of a lot more than you get accepted. Right. Oof. That's got to be, ah, no did thank you. you. Jerry, did you get a Valentine's for your wife over the weekend? Um, like, did you specifically did. do something for I Valentine's did. Day yes. or the weekend? Well, you I mean, did. first of all, she got the flowers. She got right. the Sherry's berries. Right. I mean, she got, she did quite well, actually. She did and then I did well get her something herself. else on Sunday, too, or Saturday, okay. whenever it was. So you did get something. Yes. There's a, a there's a person here in uh, Washington County, Ohio. A uh, an Ohio woman assaulted her husband because he didn't get her a Valentine's Day gift. Oh, well, how long were they married? Uh, well, that's a good question. Well, she's 46 years old and she had been uh, drinking, 
and began to hit and scratch his face during a verbal altercation. Mm. She then grabbed a mini baseball bat. You know you do the mini baseball bat giveaways, like the the mini Louisville slugger, and uh, struck him in the back of the head, knocking him unconscious. Wow, so this is a stable marriage. Yeah, according to deputies, she was upset that she did not receive a Valentine's Day gift. Huh. She did blow a uh, .221 breathalyzer no, test. So she come was, on. turns out, drunk. Loaded. Loaded. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Think about that. .221 isn't like .08? Yeah, .08 is over the legal limit. So she's three times over the legal limit. So she was not happy. She's 46. Uh, she looks she looks like she could have a 46-year-old child. This is oh, how she old, looks old she is. She looks old, Jerry. She does not look great. What would be the worst Valentine's Day gift you ever gave a girlfriend? Oh, that's a great question, and one comes to mind immediately. Oh, my God, really? Yes. I'm asking the question. I couldn't no. even think of one. No, no, I've got one immediately. <laughs> I can give you the, the year. Oh I believe it was uh, 19, uh, Valentine's Day 1996, so okay. 20 years ago. Right. Right? That's 20 yes. years ago? 20 years ago. Uh, I thought I was doing the right thing because, you know, sometimes... Like when it's your wife or girlfriend's upcoming birthday or Christmas, you start to, your ears perk up when you hear to see if they mention that they need something. Yeah, sure. And then you go, oh, she needs a stereo. Okay. I'm going to get that for her. So I had overheard my girlfriend at the time mention that something she needed. And then I thought, wow, Valentine's Day. So I I went out and bought this item and I put a, a big red bow right on the box. I got her a blow dryer. And she didn't like that. She was not happy. By the way, I don't think that's terrible. Well, she was probably also like twenty-two at the time. No, even so, if she, I guess that's more of a birthday gift. I guess she was looking for something more like that wasn't very romantic. Romantic y. So how does that conversation go? Like you're all excited. Let's be honest, right? You think you got something she needs, she wants. You're kind of into it. Yeah. Big red bow. What's the response? The, the just the look of the look was you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> that was the look I got, and I was like, "You said you wanted that." She goes, "Yeah, not for Valentine's Day." Oh, it is great. So, at what point did that end? Next day, <laughs> uh, <laughs> she hung in there a little while, Jerry. <laughs> she hung in. She hung in for a little bit. That is tremendous. Yeah. So, I, don't, I honestly, I can't even think of, I mean, because to me, it's like just safe to get the flowers or whatever. Flowers, a nice card. Yeah. And I could, how about this? You know, talk about getting old. I mean, I noticed and I realized when um, I was writing out the card, I always, every card I, whether it's for my boys now, for my parents, whoever it is, I always put the date up top. Oh, that's I don't nice. put the exact date, but like for Valentine's Day for my wife, I'll put two slash 2016, whatever, just so you know what year it is. And I'm writing it out, and I'm closing the card. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And I'm doing the math. I'm like, it's our 25th Valentine's Day together. Nice. That's You realize that's so much more than half my life? Yes. I was a little, I was taken back by that. Or you were dating your wife when you were driving a, a uh, moped. Camaro. No, that's not true. I was not. The oh. moped was not her. Oh, I see. Uh, it would be wrong, but I'll thank you for bringing it, that up. I'll let it that Camaro, out, sure. yes. Uh, Camaro, yeah. I don't care. I'm fine. <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong. I mean, it's not like you dumped all the breast talk this morning, did you? Right. No, we didn't. And by the way, good Lord. I mean. The dress yes. was very uh, was revealing. That picture you posted. I saw, I'm like, that's who's in here now? Yes. Like, my God, man. And then you check her Twitter profile. Holy God. I did see this, though. Uh, she, this morning I had tweeted uh, what was on the show today and that 
she was coming in with the other gal. Yeah. And uh, she was nice enough to retweet it to her followers, at which point uh, another one of her followers wrote, and I was, you know, the Boomer and Carton Twitter was still on the message, so I saw what he wrote to her. Yeah. Seemed very stalkerish, and when I checked this dude's profile, this Twitter profile, yeah. he had all these weird pictures of Samantha mm. in, like, where he cut them out of magazines, not just had the magazines and the pictures. He, like, cut out her body in the magazines and was writing things on them. Very freaky. Listen, there's one thing about that job is you are going to run into weirdos. Yes. And that is Freak. about as strange as strange can get. That was very strange. It's actually very scary if you yeah, think about it. Yeah, it's very scary. Because these girls are, what, 20 years old, 21 right. years old? I mean, they're young. And they, you can even look when they walk in, you look in their face, I'm like, my God, it could be my daughter. Right, they're, they're like, like uh, no very doubt. young gals. And yet they're on their own. They're making a lot of money. They probably have apartments already in Manhattan. And you never know, man, who's over your shoulder. Creeps, that's who, Jerry. Creeps, exactly. Twitter creeps. Jerry, the Dallas Mavericks are doing something, uh, like uh, having a promotional night. Okay. That seems a little strange for you. I'm not sure. Quite frankly, it doesn't seem legal. They're doing... Legal? Yeah, here's why. They're doing uh, Redhead Night. The Dallas Mavericks are doing Redhead Night in March. It's March 9th versus the Pistons. Uh, And what you get for Redhead Night, all redheads... Family and friends are invited to participate in this special night and ticket package. Does that mean you have to be a redhead to get um, this deal? I don't know if that's legal. Is that I legal? I don't know that it's legal either. I have no idea. I'm sure if you as a, you have black hair, right, Jerry? Yes. And I'm bald. I could be any You could You could hair. theoretically tell them, listen, I'm a redhead. I am a I redhead. I just decide to shave it. Right. I was thinking of telling Evan about this deal. I don't know if the Nets are, uh, it's the Pistons. If it was the Nets, it would be awesome. I thought it was awesome. the Mavericks. Uh, well, the, the Mavericks are hosting... The Detroit Pistons on Redhead Night. Interesting. Here's what you get if you're a redhead. Discounted game ticket. (laughs) Commemorative Mavs Redhead Night t-shirt. McDonald's value meal voucher. And access to McDonald's photo booth. Now, I guess because Ronald McDonald has red hair that uh, they're doing Redhead Night. Uh, this could be one of the dumber promotions yeah. I've heard in a while. Uh, you can't see this on the podcast, but there's a picture, Jerry, of a redheaded family. They're all redheads. The I father, want to know what qualifies as a redhead. Yeah. You, the red and the brown can cross over. Yeah. Maybe having people fight at the door. There are people like there are guys that love a redheaded woman, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there are guys that don't like it at all. Right. And then there are guys that never, th- like some people have said like in the past, they're like, do you prefer blondes or brunettes or? But what like I've I don't think I've ever now I've eliminated women for every possible reason I don't <laughs> I never would imagine eliminating someone because of the color of their hair I agree you're looking for someone you're gonna have fun with you're yes. attracted to and they're cool right Agreed. whether they have blonde hair or black hair or right. a redhead now a redhead will typically have freckles are you a freckle kind of guy uh never i've never women attractive uh, first of all i've never dated a girl with red hair so i don't know and in terms of freckles i okay you don't really have a preference no i've never really given it any thought i like that like um non-redheaded women get freckles in the summer if they're out in the sun sure that i like I could see that. That's an attractive look. But most redheads you're telling me have freckles. Most redheads, I what believe, do have freckles. I don't even know what it is. I don't know what that the is. funny either. sounding word. Freckle. Freckle. You have a freckle. Oh, those are freckles on you. I don't even know what that means. Those are all freckles. You ever take a word 
Just a normal word. Yeah. And say it over and over and over again until it sounds so stupid. Yeah, most of them are like that, right? Every word. Freckle's definitely one of them. Like just, you know, Al Dukes. 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 By the time you're done with it, you're thinking it's a shovel or something. Right. The Al Dukes. Al Dukes. You got to do the Al Dukes. And here's a survey, Jerry. You know I love a survey. Oh, jeez. You're right. You this always is, do surveys. I do always do it. And I never like to tell you where the surveys came from because then then the, my whole, right. you, you know, it's never from a reputable source. Right. It's from, right, exactly. <laughs> Jackson State Technical. <laughs> like, I'll tell you what this is. This is from Rover.com. Oh, Christ. Which is like a website for hotels for your dog. Let me just give you that right off the bat. So, Well, let's proceed. It's probably not scientifically proven, but I get what they're saying. All right, let's go. And I believe this to be true. 61%, meaning more than half, of pet owners would end a relationship for their pet. Oh, I agree with that. So in other words, you meet somebody that you really click with and da-da-da. They have a cat. You are allergic to cats. That relationship isn't going to work. Over. Because of a cat. Yes. I could totally see that. Now, it's a different story if you're in a relationship. Right. And something happens. (laughs) Okay. All of a sudden, you develop allergies to the animal. Then you've got a very difficult decision to make. But if I'm a single guy and I've got a dog, I've got this, you know, awesome, you know, like a whatever, just pick a dog, right? A big shaggy dog. I got a beagle, and I love the beagle, and the beagle's phenomenal. And I meet this girl, and things are good for a couple of nights. And the third night, she comes back to the apartment. Oh, that's disgusting. You got to get that filth out of here. Yeah. You know what, honey? It's over. Right. Done. See ya. Get out. Uh, there was a time in my life uh, some years ago, Jerry, where I was on Match.com. Were you really? I did do Match.com. And uh, while I would be perusing uh, profiles and women, if I saw they had a pit bull in there, in there, in there, You'd be gone. Gone. Yeah. It would I've... not matter how terrific a person was. You wouldn't even get like the one night in? If they had a pit bull... I'm not going out on even on a first date. Could you imagine if you're like, you know, got all the clothes off and everything, and the pit bull thinks you're attacking the girl. Right. And he comes and attacks your ass. <laughs> that I would not want. No, you would not want that at all. Now, I'd be in a real dilemma <laughs> if my girlfriend went out and got a pit bull and was like, look at this, a pit bull. Uh, you would ask her to bring it back. I would say, bring it, please bring it back. Right. Would she be one of the 61% to say? Hmm. Uh, see, no, I don't think that, see, I don't think that's fair. Right, because I was already, she's already in the relationship. In the relationship. Now you, she's the one basically breaking. Right. Well, I tell you what, what a great way to end a relationship that you don't want to be in. Right, like that if you're allergic tremendous. to cats, right, and the woman wants to break up with you, she just gets a go cat. get like six cats. <laughs> but what, honey? What is this? Break up via pet. Oh well, my cousin dropped them off. I got to keep them. Like have to take. I them. can't be around here. Well, I guess it's over. Yeah, you could say they're going to put them down if I give them back. That is tremendous. Yeah. By the way, speaking of uh, animals, did you see the quote from Manny Pacquiao? The boxer. Oh, God. I mean, what is wrong with that? He's apologized. He not that it means anything. I have no exact. I don't understand how or where why was he this, said this. Where was this said? Where was it quoted? Uh, let's see. Where did he say it exactly? Well, the quote was, and he did issue the apology. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, just, I'm looking at all the reaction to his quote. No, I apologize. So he's running for a Senate seat. Of course Whatever he is. Country, the Philippines, I think, is where he's from, I think. Good guess, Jerry. I'm His not sure. His quote was, gay people are worse than animals. All righty. The response well, on social media, as you can probably... imagine, and rightly so. Yeah. Wow. Now, he's, of course, as everybody <laughs> does. No matter whether you apologize for that or not, 
You can't say you that. You can't apologize. Like, you're right. How, right. Who's going to accept that apology? <laughs> no, no. Oh, I slip of the tongue. That's not a slip right. of the tongue. My God. I mean, everybody. I mean, it, I'm just reading some of these, and I won't. I can't say them, even though it's a podcast right. and everything. Ridiculous, right? And one guy. I'll give you one. I'll give you one response. It's a good one. I never doubted you as a boxer, but as a senator or a politician, now we're thinking twice. Right. Thinking twice. twice. He got it. That's out. He's out. Oh, absolutely, but I'm saying that's one of the clean ones. Right. Well, that's a nice. That, I will say that was a that guy took the high road. He did take the high road. Some of these people, not so much. No, I would not. I would not think. So I agree with you. That is not apology worthy. No, no, that that, is, that, that's not going to solve the problem. No, 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 no. You are what you are. Right. So anyhow, all right. Well, this was good. That's a nice bad job weekend. by Manny Pacquiao. I like being off three days. Me too, Jerry. It was kind of good. I think we should start doing. Can we three start doing weekends. the stern thing? We just work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. <laughs> by the way. Howard Stern was off all last week. Of course. And now because yesterday was uh, President's Day, Day, he's off all this week. Well, yeah, it's President's Day. Why would you work? Well, it's good then because then I listen to my own podcast on my ride home. By the way, speaking of... And this is total coincidental, Jerry. I just posted the podcast I did with Jackie the Joke Man Martling, who spent many years on the Stern Show. There you go. It was an interesting one. I heard some of that, actually. The Jackie one? I did. While I was recording it, you eavesdropped in? I did. I usually do that for like five minutes. Yeah. I have there's a five minute window I have right. between eleven twenty and eleven forty sometimes when you do them that I will for five minutes and usually it's by accident because the way I listen to the Boomer and Carton show the it's just up yeah because we like, I record in the same studio right and I'll, I'll say why is why are there levels what's going on and I'll put the headset on and it'll be you with a guest and I have five minutes and I'll listen for five minutes nice and it was very interesting and it was I'll say this it reaffirms or affirms or um, really cements what you think of yourself. How so? Is that a good tease? All right. Like when people overvalue themselves. Right. I think that, and I and listening to the portion I listened to, I'm still stunned at what right. I heard. So that's a great tease to go download the Alves Boring Podcast with Jackie the Joke, what's his name? Jackie the Joke Martling. 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 With a T? Yeah. Martling. And I'll tell you, yesterday in the gym, Jerry... I never listen to these podcasts, the okay. uh, the post game. I don't right. know why. I just don't listen to them. You don't have as much of an opinion on these like yours. They don't right. mean as much to you. Um, <laughs> Go ahead, continue. Yeah, but I listened to uh, three of them from last week while oh, okay. I was at the gym. Really enjoyed them. Look at that. You enjoyed yourself. And I got to say, the segue edit from our topics to the <laughs> <laughs> to the ad is seamless. Jerry. I mean, how many ways can you compliment yourself right here? <laughs> I really did a terrific job, and My you were name good is too. Al Dukes. God, I'm good. You are good as well, Jerry. <laughs> Thank you. That's very nice. Yes. yes. We get along just fine. So please, everyone, uh, you should subscribe to these because even if you... futures depend on it. Even if you don't listen to them, we get credit. So just subscribe. <laughs> I just download <laughs> Yeah, them. just at least download them. That <laughs> Frank, takes Frank, nothing. Who cares? That is so and funny. And at the end of the week, delete them. That is funny. By the way, Adam Rubin posted Addison Reed chatting with the media. I forgot he was on the Mets. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yes, you do. Please tell Adam, me. Ru- I know who Adam Rubin is. I don't Addison know Addison Reed. Reed. He's a relief pitcher. Really? For who? Oh, Jesus Christ. The Mets. The Mets? Yeah. All right. I'm not aware of him. I think we're going to end this now. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow. He, he says goodbye. He shut his mic off. I'll see you. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.